What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. I'm a wife, a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. I healed my way out of that, and now I'm using all of my social media platforms to include this podcast to educate and raise awareness on the dangers of multi-level marketing while exposing the tactics and methods that some of these leaders in this company use to try and recruit you. I'm really excited about today's episode. I don't know if you can feel it from me, but I have my friend Kristen here with us today, and we're going to talk about Love Wings, but before we dive into that, um, Kristen, you want to introduce yourself to all of the listeners? Okay. I'm Kristen Cassie. I am a wife, a mom, a cancer survivor, and just a pretty dope soul. (laughs) I agree. Um, Thanks. Um, my background is in social services, actually like family and youth counseling. I worked in domestic violence shelters for a long time and I joined my first MLM in 2006. Um, it was a romance MLM and I actually did my homework. I didn't want to join one that had like thousands and thousands of consultants. Mm. So I found like this little obscure one from Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, and we can talk, we can, we can talk about can say names. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was called party gals. Okay. I was going to guess it was that one. Yeah. Uh, I actually joined it because in working at the domestic violence shelter, um, one of the things I noticed, it was like an oncurring theme with the women. They didn't own their sexuality. Yeah. Um, they either gave it away and it was abused or it was used as a like a tool against them. Um, I had a lot of classes that I taught for these ladies and uh, it's such a fluke. Like after they would graduate a class or finish a class, I wanted to give them a silver bullet because I thought if they could own their sexuality, it was theirs. They could please themselves. They wouldn't look for outside um, influence. They were taking their power back. Yes. So I joined this MLM because I wanted to get those at cost. (laughs) Yeah, And uh, I just kept up with it. That company in particular didn't require um, recruiting. It was based, it was lots of sales. So I moved up in my ranking, I guess, and um, just based on sales. And then Lovewings bought that company out in 2015, I guess. So I became a transfer consultant. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. I left Love Winks at the beginning of 2020, like during the pandemic, it was a whole, it was a whole drama. Um, we can talk about weird. it if you're comfortable talking about it. Really? Whatever you are comfortable sharing, I guess, is how I should say that. It was a whole thing, like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it can't, I'm not... any, it can't be any, I mean, I, it, it probably was equally as messy as when I left. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure they had you in mind when I did what I did because they totally went off the rails. Like, oh, yeah, they shut me down fast. Um, okay, yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, so for like, I'm not naive, I'm, I'm probably in the whole time I was in that company, um, four people signed up under me, and I never asked any of them. <laughs> they all came to me and they're like, Hey, I think I can do this. I'm like, You're sure. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell anybody no so and then I signed my best friend up so she could come to uh, Minneapolis with me because at that point you had to be a consultant to come to training and we wanted to go to the Mall of America yeah oh that was my last event was it that really? was when Prince passed away 
right? Yes. Yeah, that yes. was my last event with Love Wings. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget that. God, it was awful. It's still yeah, awful. Right? It is. Um, so anyway, um, I've always been somebody that questions, questions authority, basically. Oh. It's just, it's just my nature, but like, I would, like, I would come, I get an email from Zulily. I shop from Zulily all the time. And at one point they were selling the same vibrators and dildos that we had in our catalog. So I had messaged the president. I'm like, Hey, did you see this shit? I'm sorry. I cussed. I'm You're kidding. fine. Okay. This is, this is going to be an, an adult, uh, rated okay. <laughs> podcast just because of the nature of what we're talking about. So, I mean, I sent her the links or the screenshots of that. And she's like, Oh yeah, you know, but we have to charge what we charge because that's how we pay off for our amazing compensation plan. At least she admitted that. Right. But I, I, that happened with different plates and, you know, I'd have customers send me screenshots like, Hey, I can get this here. Will you price match? And I'm like, shit. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, so I knew what it was and I just kept on basically cause I was lazy. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I yeah. It's a, it's a lot, not just emotionally, but it's a lot of work to leave an MLM, even on paper. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's elaborate on that just really quickly, because um, one, you're leaving something that is, has been your norm that in itself, people don't like change. So we naturally are like, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I've been doing this for a while. So I'll just keep doing it, even though I'm seeing some red flags and I'm seeing some things that I don't like, I'm just going to keep, keep doing what I'm doing. Then there's the, if you have a team aspect and the loyalty and well, I can't leave them. They depend on me. Then there's also inventory because you are encouraged to carry inventory, even though they may or may not admit that you do, or you are encouraged to carry inventory, you know, and what do you do with that? And um, I don't know, did I miss anything? Those are the three big ones, I think. And you do get attached to people on an emotional level. Yeah. Like the sisterhood, is almost, so much of it is fake and just, you know, put on a show. But there are people that you get real attached to and yeah. you don't want to lose them. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the pandemic started and I live in Southern rural Missouri. <laughs> Um, and we, my husband's a mailman and we had a hard time finding hand sanitizer for him to carry. It was like before they started handing it out at the post office for the drivers. Um, so I made a post on Facebook that was like, does anybody know where I can find some? I need, you know, a case of it at least. It was hard to find around here. All the stores are out. And uh, Lisa, that her husband is one of the owners of Love Winks. Mm-hmm. I had, I had friended her. She had taught our classes when I first switched to Love Winks. She taught like our classes about the products. And at some point, I had added her on Facebook. And um, you know, you just connect with people like on a soul level. Absolutely. Like, your vibes, vibe. Like, yeah. She was just somebody that was super cool and super chill. And I'd always, you know, looked up to her because she was so not only knowledgeable about like sex and sexual health, but like the way she said it, you just made you comfortable. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'd stayed friends with her for a long time. 
and um, her she has a company of her own and she saw my post on Facebook asking about the hand sanitizer and she messaged me and she's like hey my company just got a batch of I guess it was the alcohol at the time they were having a trouble like getting in mm-hmm. and she's like we we got some and I've you know we've made a run on a bunch of this do you want some and I was like oh my god yeah she's like I can give it to you wholesale you could even sell it if you want and I was like well I definitely need some personal use and I was like let me check my PNP being a good consultant look at you doing the research I I love that um and so I went through our policies and procedures and there wasn't all it said basically was you can't sell competing products um and it was that was even that was kind of like a gray area because we had started selling we well hate that I do that Lovings had started selling well at the uh, time you you were in it so I mean that makes sense how you're explaining it um they had started selling essential oils and um there were other consultants in the company that were selling essential oils for other direct sales companies oh that was happening so and then you know there's like people that sell skincare products and Lovelinks has a spa line and that was okay that was fine so I checked policies and procedures you can't sell competing products and I, I told her I was like send me a case because Lovelinks didn't sell hand sanitizer <laughs> you know why would they um yeah so she's like cool okay so I got my case and I made a graphic um and I almost sold it for like a dollar more per bottle than I paid just to cover the shipping because nobody around here had it and I knew people needed it. Yeah. And oh my God, it was like a whirlwind within like a day. It was crazy. I was kicked out immediately of all the Love Winks team groups I was in, like the private Facebook groups. Um, I never got a message that said, hey, Kristen, you know. Like what's um, going on? Yeah, they never, I never got a message that said, I know you have a, you're trying to sell this, but can you not, you know, as a consultant, could you not try to, could you not do this? Yeah. Um, no explanation, immediately taken out of the Lovelinks family group page. So I had no way of, and I mean, at that point, I'm, I'm just a hot-headed person. I'm a tourist. So it's like, you are, okay. I am too. Yeah. Yes. I I'm forgot. Like, I, when is your birthday? birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was your birthday was before mine. Yeah. 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 We talked about this. I'm, I'm like the same yeah. week. <laughs> well, happy Somewhere belated there. birthday and happy belated mother's day as well. You too. It's so, like it's all right there together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, I get, when I get angry, I just cut people out of my life. Like immediately. No, I'm like, screw with me. Fine. That's fine. We're overdone. And that was the end of it. I blocked everybody from the president to the board to people that um, were friends with the board members that I knew. <laughs> and it was just like, it was ridiculous. And for hand sanitizer. Oh, and here's the, here's the real shit. Like, <sighs> I want to say three or four days after all that happened, Lovelink started selling hand sanitizer. Oh, so there's the rest of the story, but yeah, Hey, let's, never... let's, let's allow people in the company to sell essential oils for another company. Right. This is a perfect example of it's okay for some people to do it. And it's okay. It's not okay for others to do it. We see this all the time in MLMs. 
And if they knew they were going to sell, why didn't they just shoot me a message? Be like, Hey, you know, just a heads up. Could you not do this? Cause we're going to come out with our own. Anyway, it was a blessing in disguise because it was what I needed to push me away. Yeah. Um, And all I, I took, I had one um, down, downline member left and she, I just gave her all of my inventory. I gave her my demo pieces and I, Cause I was like, I didn't want to discourage her. You know, I'm not that type of person. Yeah. But I will, I will do everything I can to help you succeed. So I literally gave her thousands of dollars, just like here, it's yours. Yeah. Good luck. And she, um, I guess, and the whole, oh my gosh, and the whole quitting thing with Love Wings is so weird because. <laughs> It says in PMP, if you don't make any sales for a month, you're inactive. Well, I didn't make any sales. I didn't like tell anybody, okay, I screw it. I quit. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't do any sales. So I assumed I was inactive. And, um, oh gosh, there was a lot of, there's a lot of people that were in my corner that were quietly in my corner mm-hmm. and would send me screenshots of conversations that were happening high level yeah um I got there were a lot of from the screenshots that I saw of of the conversations there were board members that were upset that I was trying to sell this and then they assumed I was trying to take consultants with me to sell for this company that that makes a hand sanitizer they're not even an ML with the wife of, of an the, owner of an owner of the company it's and crazy. and just because of what you and I have talked about and what we've kind of learned about MLMs behind the scenes and how they're organized and all of that stuff um how interesting is it that the owner's wife has a hand sanitizer company and days later lovewing starts selling hand sanitizer where do they think they were getting the supply from exactly like it doesn't for the the owners it makes business sense I get that but then like it's it's all the same yeah like well if you were going right to the source if you were going right to the source of the hand sanitizer love wings would not get their cut that's exactly it yeah yeah so of course Jane I'm gonna say her name (laughs) um but Jamie, the president of Love Wings, Jamie, probably knew that was coming out. The board members probably knew that they were going to come out with hand sanitizer, which by the way, that whole cash grab situation from these companies selling hand sanitizer all of a sudden, or these immune boosting products around the time that COVID was rearing its ugly head is absolutely disgusting. And they ought to be ashamed of themselves. That's just my opinion. It was like the most bizarre thing to put in a catalog for sexual health products yeah. like seriously some hand sanitizer but, weirdos weird and they were even like hawking the cleaner this cleaner for sex toys as a hand sanitizer substitute and I'm like no there is literally nothing oh in my. that that's going to kill viruses it was such a it was an ordeal whoever did that it. training you ought to be ashamed of yourself yeah <laughs> Because you know that came from a training. It probably came from her husband. Let's just be real. (laughs) It probably came from Stuart. (laughs) Um, 
Dr. Stewart. Uh, yeah, Dr. Stewart, who's a chiropractor and was giving advice. Medical, yeah. Medical advice on the pandemic. I have, I have the video. At some point, I should probably react to that. Even though that was from two years ago, I probably should do a YouTube video on that because it's absolutely disgusting. It was so cringe. Like, I, all I could imagine was my chiropractor sitting there and I, I just couldn't see him doing that. It was so weird. Yeah. It, I, I just, I don't know. It was awful. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. um, the whole, the whole thing that bugs me about this company, I'm a very sex positive person. Like I've taken, I've created my own business now where I sell the same products because I still have people that trust me with that part of their lives. And that's what I, why I continue with this. Um, this company doesn't sell exclusive products and their, their consultants, even with their discounts are paying more through this company, through Love Wings than they would if they bought it directly from a, a mom and pop store. Yeah. And they're doing that just like Jamie told you. Well, we have to price it that way so that we can pay out commissions and more specifically the, the override checks, the team bonuses. Yes. <clears throat> and, and some, some, I never said it, but every time I would, that would come up, I'm like, it's like the trips, the incentives, the trips, they always, they always brag about how you can, you, you can make money with just sales, but you can't ever win a trip on your sales. You have mm. to bring in human sacrifices. <laughs> Yeah, you have to have recruits. And that was something that I think always kept me down at the company is I never recruited. I wasn't a recruiter. I didn't want a team. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to build an empire. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to have fun. This was for me. I'm, this is the only thing I had in my life that was just for me. I'm such a mom. Yeah. Um, you wanted to educate people and, and help women. Yeah. You know, and I think that's oh, yeah. a beautiful thing. You know, and, and the thing that they don't talk about, about, about those free trips is all you got to do is ask for an itemized 1099 and everything is listed on there. The free product that they get every month, whether it's $25, $50, $75, whatever it is that they get monthly is on that itemized 1099, the trips, the airfare, the down to the little things that they send for contest, you pay tax on all of it. It's all on an itemized 1099, but you have to ask for it. So if you're, if you're somebody in an MLM and you're like, that can't be true. I dare you email your company, email customer service, ask them for an itemized 1099 and message me because I guarantee you the, the stuff that you think is free, you're paying taxes on. Absolutely. And it would take Love Winks months to get back with you. <laughs> Most MLM itemized. companies. Yeah. It's insane. Mm -hmm. So interesting. So, so you left, left and you're doing your own thing. And by the way, I would love to put any resources or um, links to your business, those types of things. I would love to put those in the show notes of this podcast as well. So Thank that you. people that are wanting, um, to work with you isn't, by the way, isn't her voice like so soothing? I don't know. Maybe it's like two Torians <laughs> getting together and like the calmness. I don't know, but I I'm here for it. 
but I would love to put all that in the show notes. So people have access to that as well, because if they can support an actual small business instead of an MLM overpriced BS situation, I'm always going to support that. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, so where do we want to go next with this? Cause I know we had, I I wanted people to understand your story, what it was like, because there are, now that I look back, there are so many cult like tactics in this. Like imagine being so pressed that somebody was selling hand sanitizer that you block and remove them from all of the groups and the company resources without having a conversation. Right. It's insane. Like it, I can't even fathom doing that to somebody now. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Without having a conversation. Hey, exactly. Kristen, I see that you're selling hand sanitizer. You know, uh, we're actually, you don't know this, but like we're getting ready to, to launch that. So maybe um, can you take that post down? You know, because that would be kind of a conflict of interest. But if, you know, when, when these companies are getting ready to launch the new stuff, there's not a lot of people that know about it. There's just kind of the upper echelon of leadership that is aware that something is coming, you know? So like, how are you supposed to know? I think it's, I think it's spineless. And I, I think it, it shows, um, what a coward they are in my opinion. And I know I'm speaking very strongly, but I have personal experience in this, you know, and, um, I wouldn't have spoken up like this back then because I'm not who I was back then. So come at me, bro. Uh, anyways. All right. Let's talk about, I know that we, that you and I have talked privately, but Lovelings has finally released an income disclosure statement. And I feel like we should talk about it because in my opinion, this income disclosure statement is complete garbage. It's like, if talking in circles was a graphic, that's what this is. That's exactly (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Uh, So I'm going to put the link to this in the show notes. So if you guys are listening to this, you can pause this and you can go and you can click on it and you'll be able to see this. I know everybody is a little bit different unless you're driving or something like that. Let's not do that. Okay. Let's always be safe. But if you are somebody that likes to hear what we're talking about while you are seeing it, that is what I would suggest. So you have it pulled up for you, Kristen. Okay. Where do we want to start? Oh my lord! You should see her face start... right now. <laughs> can we start with the fine print at the bottom? We can start wherever you want, my friend. This is basically, and it just it made me laugh when I read it. It was basically what the fine print says. All that stuff we printed up above doesn't really matter because what actually your success depends on how effectively you hard work, diligence, and leadership your way through the company oh my god yeah that's my favorite hard work and diligence and we do see this a lot in income disclosure statements but really at the end of the day that basically means how well you can sell and how well you can recruit so it's not really hard work and diligence I mean like you could work your you you could work your tail off on social media but if you're not selling and recruiting you're not gonna you're not gonna move up in ranks you're not gonna make any money so I love that very vague. It's based on your hard work and diligence. My, the only other favorite word that I love when they throw in here is leadership. Oh yeah. That's recruiting. It is. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. 
and I don't, I mean, I have no proof. I don't have receipts, but recruiting in this company is stacked. There are certain people that get the leads um, and you can tell based on the big team doesn't have, wouldn't have the numbers that they did, like the sales numbers, if it wasn't for the number of consultants. You know what I'm saying? Which I know makes sense math-wise, but as far as like company leads. Do you want me to say what you're trying to say? Do you want me to? Please. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to say it politely without sounding like a bitch because I want to. Yeah. I'm just going to say it frankly. And it's based on our, uh, on our experiences. And it's, it's our opinion that the, the company president's best friend is a distributor in this company. She's a consultant. She's the top rank. Well, yeah, she has everybody under her. Yeah. And so that's what, that's what she's talking about. She's in our opinion, we think that leads are being fed to the president's best friend, who is a promoter, which by the way, isn't that in itself kind of a conflict of interest? You would think, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's, There's, that's what I think. I don't know. That's, I know there were um, Canadian teams that were getting leads from corporate consistently. And then as soon as that top, the top consultant, um, all of a sudden got a Canadian consultant. All of the Canadian leads went to that consultant and her team has now exploded, which conveniently is underneath the president. The best friend. friend. There we go. The best friend. <laughs> and um, I mean, I don't know if she's a public figure. I don't, I don't think she's you know. a public figure, so I don't, I don't think no. we can mention her name. Um, no, but Jamie, the president, is a public figure, so we can definitely mention her name because she's the president of the company. So do you want to read the fine print? Some of the. Absolutely. I will read the whole thing. Read the whole thing. Read it for the people. Read it. Do I read it in my voice? My, my sex call voice. Oh, please do (laughs) guys. Don't you think she, seriously, before we got on, I was like, yo, this is a side hustle that I need you to pursue because she got on. I was like, oh my God, I'm not ready for this bedroom voice. (laughs) I don't know how to do it any other way. It was awesome. Okay. Here's what it says. The above figures are reflective from 2021. Please note that these figures do not represent a consultant's profit from party or individual customer sales, as the company does not keep track of consultant party sales, only the products they choose to purchase. We can break this down afterwards, right? Yes. Okay. The figures above refer to gross income from commissions, total income before expenses are deducted. The expenses a consultant incurs in the operation of his or her low-wings business vary widely. Expenses for consultants can be several hundred or thousand dollars annually. At least they admit that. Um, You should factor in estimated expenses when projecting potential profits. Such operating expenses could include advertising and promotional expenses, product samples, training, travel, telephone and internet costs, business equipment, and miscellaneous expenses. The earnings of the consultant in this chart are not necessarily representative of the income, if any, that a consultant can or will earn through his or her participation in the Lovelinks compensation plan. These figures should not be considered as guarantees or projections of your actual earnings or profits. Any representation or guarantee of earnings would be misleading. Success with Lovelinks results only from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, and leadership. 
they did <laughs> your success will depend upon how effectively you exercise these qualities oh my god what in the hell am i reading this is <sighs> i know um, i know <sighs> so first of all and this is something this they don't keep track of consultant party sales which you know most mlms don't so the products this month the figures come from products that consultants have purchased from Lovelace. Yeah. Now, just because you purchase it from Lovelace at a discount does not mean you're going to be able to sell it at the retail price they put in their catalog. I, I don't honestly remember ever selling anything for full price. Number one, I felt bad and guilty about it and I lost so much money because of it, but I didn't feel comfortable selling somebody a $200 vibrator that they could buy at a store 30 miles away for a hundred. Well, and we were always taught to do different types of sales, you know, like mother's day just passed. So we would have done like a mother's day sale. First of all, who's going to buy their mother a vibrator? Please don't, please don't do that. Okay. Or some lube. Let's not do that. No, no. You know, even uh, like left-handers day, they would make graphics for left-handers day and have a sale on lubes and stuff like that. It was so odd. I, I, I mean, I used to do it too. I, you, yeah, we, we I participated in this and it's so cringy now <laughs> looking back because it's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's too much. It's too it much. And I don't think people realize that when they get into this MLM, maybe any, that it doesn't, it's not. You're not going to be able to sell at retail price every time. Yeah. You're just not. Yeah. You have to make it, you have to incentivize it and make it appetizing for the customer. Yeah. And they don't, and they don't teach you. Oh, this is something else I had the biggest issue with at trainings and at conventions. There were classes that on, you know, on the description was like, this will help you how to sell this stuff. But when you get to the class, it's like, and literally they changed the name to like one-liners at one point because it was just like two board members telling you one-liners and you'd be frantically writing them down, stuff yep. you could say at your parties. It didn't teach you why the products worked. So you could tell your customers, hey, this, this ingredient is super good for your vaginal wall. Like they didn't teach you that. It was like, you know. It was, it was just say this. So yeah. that you can get the message across, but while also handling any objections, yes. but adding humor into it. So people receive it. That's essentially yeah. what one-liners are in That's, my opinion. Yeah. There was no product knowledge. Wasn't a thing. It was, it yeah. was how that, how that consultant sold these products at her party. It was a demo basically. Mm -hmm. That was super frustrating because I you wanted to educate that's what I wanted. That's what we were told we would do. Yeah. We were told we will educate people, but we didn't have the right um, information. Yeah. It was actually told you don't need that information. You just need to sell. Yeah. I mean, this whole part of the, the, the fine print at the bottom of this income disclosure statement can be completely thrown out with it and replaced with just make sure you're selling, make sure you're recruiting and, and you'll, be you'll make money. That's essentially what it is. And all of these columns are just like, I mean, laughable. The only one I look at that is telling is the average annual earnings per consultant. 
you look at the it's, it's wedged between the highest and in it's after highest and the lowest mm -hmm. because of course they're going to list the highest earnings first but yeah. the average I'm sorry but that is like eight dollars and 87 cents for a consultant for a year is the average earning well and the way that they that we think in our opinion but, yeah the way that we think that they calculated this was they took all the consultants. So there's, there's seven ranks in Lovelinks, consultant, senior consultant, manager, director, senior director, national director, and executive director. I was a senior director before I left. And I mean, I don't have, I don't have the information in front of me, but basically what, oh. what we think that they did was they added up all the consultants that were at the rank of consultant, meaning they don't have team members under them and they took all of their orders and they added all of that up and then they divided it out figured out the average and the average that they were making based on what is it a 35 percent buying discount as a consultant right. so they basically took that and and in my opinion multiplied that by 35 percent and then divided that out well they it's an annual it's yeah that's essentially what they've done here they're saying these figures are from 2021, but I'm telling you in 2020, when I was a consultant, which if you add up the number of all consultants per ranks in this graphic, it adds up to almost 8,000. And I'm telling you when I was active in 2020, there wasn't even 2000 people, there's a little bit over 2000 in the private low wings Facebook group. So that would mean there's like, what, 6,000 consultants out there that don't have social media that couldn't be a part of the Lovelinks Facebook group. Mm. I think these numbers are cumulative over the company's entire life. Well, and that would make sense people. because didn't they purchase undercoverware and you said so they also bought party gals. So all of those consultants from those other companies were absorbed into these numbers. Right. And but it also makes 20... sense with it, where it says months in the, in the company highest. 87 months. That's the how long the company was open. Exactly. So, I mean, they're deceptive even in the number of consultants that are in this ranks. There's, those were not the numbers of consultants in that rank in 2021. Yeah. And also let's talk about, I know, I know you wanted to talk about this too. They have this really interesting column of the average hours worked per week. And as a consultant, they're saying, oh, well, on average, you'll work six hours a week, but let's, let's talk about this for a second, because you're telling me that I'm going to work six hours a week. And based on the numbers that they calculated from the back office as corporate employees, that on average, I'm going to earn $8 and 87 cents <laughs> for working six hours a week for working roughly 24 hours a month, I'm going to make $8 and 87 cents an hour. Like they think this is, this is good. Right. They want you to look at that highest earnings first and see that number and be like, oh shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to see these consultants that are at this level. I'd love to see their after party summaries. Cause remember like we used to, I used to always yeah. have an after party summary where I was looking at, okay, these are how many back orders I have. This is, you know, what shipping for each of those packages so that I could actually see genuine profit. Um, I would love to see if these consultants are doing that. I would love to see how many parties they're in the red. 
because I, I, I guarantee it's a lot, but they still would go in probably in my opinion and order those products, which is what this number is based off of. I guarantee you these people at this level, it is costing them a substantial amount of money to even be a part of this company, especially looking at the $8.87. And the number of hours, that is just the hours you're spending at a party. That doesn't count when you come home and you're packaging products to mail, taking them to the post office. Mm -hmm. it, doesn't count, it doesn't count the hours that you are on social media trying to form connections or whatever mm -hmm. you do on social media, making your graphics. Um, you would spend, an, I would spend an entire day at my computer, even if I was batching like videos and stuff for a whole week that's hours that's not included on this graphic. Yeah. The other thing that I don't think is included on this graphic is um, the amount of time that you're traveling to the party. When I lived in New Mexico, I was doing parties all over the state. Granted, it was not with Love Wings at that time. But when I was with slumber parties, I was traveling all over the state of New Mexico within probably a three hour radius on top of doing meetings in El Paso, Texas. And like, they don't talk about the actual hours. Let's also look at this, the, the average hours worked per week, six hours. That's assuming, cause each party, every party's different, but on average, each party is typically about two hours. So I think that this is pretty bold of them to say, based on that average, that as a brand new consultant, they're going to be doing three parties per week. Yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> mm. The numbers are, the, the math is not mathing. So six hours a it's week, three parties a week. What, do, what, what expenses are they not including? Well, they're not including the hostess credit that comes out of that consultant's profit. They're not including any game prizes and you typically play two or three games per party. There's an icebreaker. There's a recruiting game. There's a booking game. So three prizes. Isn't it crazy how this is all just like coming back? It's been a long time since I've done these it. parties. It's crazy. It is. It's like it's embedded in your mind. Yeah, it's nuts. So those all come out of your profit. Um, and then all of the order forms and the catalogs that people write all over that those are expensive and they that so, comes out of your pocket gas to and from yep and you have to have nice clothes yeah I live in I live in leggings and t-shirts mm -hmm. <laughs> same I'm in leggings and a tank top right now but you guys <laughs> already knew that if you follow me on social media yeah I just think that this is when you look at the whole part of it, and I know we just talked about like that first level, but here you have, okay, average of six hours a week. There's 6,552 consultants at this rank. It is 87.93% of all consultants are at this rank. So 80, almost 88% of the company is making, according to them, on average, $8.87 a year a year and they've been doing it on the high end for 87 months on the low end nine months but the average months in the company at this rank is 82 months that's indicative of how hard it is to rank and recruit people if you yeah, wanted to read into it i mean that's 
you yeah. you rank up to senior by just having one person one. Up under you. Yeah. So let's, um, God, it's crazy how this is all coming back. Yeah. So senior consultant, you want to, you want to go over the senior consultant and, and throw those yeah. numbers in there. Um, like God, I don't, I don't even remember the percentages. Okay. Once you go up a rank, you get earn, is it five more? So you go to 40% buying discount. They're and a buying senior- discount for those that are listening, just in case, like, I don't want to ever assume that people know exactly what we're talking about because every MLM has different language with, around this. Yeah. So when we say 40% buying discount or 30% buying discount, that basically means that you are charging the customer a, a certain amount of price. And it's kind of like whole, kind of like wholesale. So if I were, if Kristen were buying a product from me and then I had it in stock and I went onto the website to replenish my stock, she would have paid full price unless I was having a sale or something like that, which you do at parties. Uh, Remember the twofers? Oh my God. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, But when I go to the website to order it, I would be at a 40% buying discount. So I wouldn't pay full price, but, you know, shipping and tax and then the 40% discount essentially. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that we explain that. So, um, so this is almost 9% of the company consultants are at senior consultant level and their average annual earnings is $92 and 84 cents. So out of that, they have to keep their downline happy with incentives. Otherwise they drop down to consultant. Right. Um, for $92.84, I just, a year. that wouldn't even, I know for a year, that wouldn't even cover my, like the pretty little envelopes I ship shit in. Like for I wouldn't real. even cover gas to all of these parties that oh, they're God, no. assuming these God, people no. are doing. Like, how did they, how did they figure out? Because they're saying as a senior consultant, nine hours worked per week. So right. that's like four and a half parties. So like four parties and then like an online sale or something. Where's oh, that number get, coming from? I could go on a whole other tangent about the online part. That was something else that we butted heads against. Um, I never did. I didn't do in-home, in-home parties. I didn't do them. I was, it's exhausting. You know, packing all that stuff inside someone's home that you didn't know. Um, and I live in the Southern rural part of the Ozarks. It's not safe everywhere. Yeah. So I was doing all my stuff was online. It was that it was at the time when it was just starting to be a thing for MLMs. Yeah. And I had other consultants asking me, how are you doing this online? And I'm like trying to help them one by one. And eventually somebody asked the company if I could do a training on it. That's I did a few online, like for Lovings University um, in the group privately. And then I was asked to do them at trainings, like national trainings. But um, I was giving, I was given a, I was asked not to teach about Facebook parties because they want people to have in-home parties. They, they were very specific telling me, well, first of all, oh, let me go back. <laughs> I teach- love it. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> I know. When you, when you teach a class or when you're asked, you know, it's, supposed to be a big deal it just terrified me and gave me so much anxiety but I knew and especially my first one I might not be able to ask not might not be able to do this again so I was determined to give as much information to these people as possible within that hour yeah good um, 
Um, so we were we were asked not to bring handouts to them because Jamie was an ex-teacher and she thought that taking notes would help people retain information better. But I was going to throw them so much information that I had, I, I think my first class was like 60 something in consultants and I printed off all of my notes and made copies for all of those consultants. And it was like 10 pages long. I was like, if I'm only going to be able to teach, if I'm, I'm, I knew I was going to make them mad because I was going to talk about online parties. Yeah. So I knew this might be my only chance. So we had consultants like, I mean, that were like, you know, elderly, like 50s and 60s that didn't understand Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook even. Mm-hmm. And so I broke it down how to start your own, like your group and your business page and stuff like that, because I, I wanted them to have that information if nothing else from this. And um, so the last time I taught was in 2019 at, uh, in, in the fall. And I taught, uh, it was another class and I was specifically asked not to talk about Facebook parties. And then March came around, I know the following March, which was 2020 when the pandemic happened, um, I wasn't asked to teach a class and I had, I had gotten a copy of the classes that were coming up. I had signed, I had paid my due to go to this training and then I changed my mind. I wasn't going to go, um, in the middle of the pandemic when we couldn't be around each other. Yep. They didn't have a single class at that training coming up about social media parties. So I was like, how are so they were still expecting people to do in-person parties during the pandemic? Allegedly. I mean, that's, that's what I would assume by there not being any social selling classes at that training. Wow. Isn't that insane? Like, it yeah, but it also, sense. it also tells me in my opinion, their beliefs Also pairing it like with the training that Dr. Stewart did and, Mm -hmm. and what he voiced as far as COVID and the pandemic and all of those things, it kind of lines up with all of that, that in my opinion, they're, they were presenting this, like, it's not a real thing, which is something that we see in a lot of these MLM companies. Again, that's just my opinion. But we see a lot of people that are like, oh, no, this is this is an overhyped thing. Well, bottom line, in my opinion, and based on data from the CDC, we lost a lot of people to COVID, period. So you can disagree with it. You can say that it was overhyped. It's still a thing that that killed a lot of people. And so many lives have been disrupted in the worst way. You can't deny that. Absolutely. So it was profit over people the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. See, now if I were the CEO or the president, which we do need yeah, to still talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> clarify that. Yeah. If I were the president of this company, I would have gone to the board because yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. And I would have said, Hey, we should really start using social media. I know we've always done in-person parties, but we really like everybody's home and they're, you know, homeschooling their kids and everybody is stressed out. And and we really need to teach these consultants how they can make money from home while protecting themselves and other people and teach them how to make money and how to serve these people. Offer an outlet, right? Yeah. That's what I would have done. I would have absolutely said, I would have done a Facebook party every day. Every single day, I would have been like, who's going to host it? I'll host my own. I would have gotten super creative, but you know, 
they don't they don't want to do that they didn't want to do that I don't get it I, I think they it. wanted and this is just my opinion I think they wanted somebody that was going to teach and do what they wanted to do they wanted a pretty face mm-hmm. that was just gonna you know I mean you're Help you're it. stunning but you like I'm having a hard time explaining that they wanted yeah, somebody I'm- that was going to do what they wanted to do they wanted a that is compliant there, there it is. And us Torians don't tell Never. us what to do. Okay. It's not going to end well. Never. No. <laughs> that's my, that's, that's always my issue. I'm so stubborn. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, I'll be far in life. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go back to this, uh, income disclosure. If you guys are listening in, I know we're kind of all over the place, but there's so much that Kristen Sorry. and I want to talk about. <laughs> Let's, um, should we just keep going down? Let's just go right to the top. Okay. Let's do the top. So executive directors, they're supposedly working 32 hours a week. Now this, I mean, they have to earn, they have to sell a certain amount to stay at that level. What is it? 2000? I want to say it's 2000. I'm going to look it up, but I'm pretty sure I can't believe I can even remember that. I know I should remember it, but I never got that far in the company. So I had no aspirations to get that far. I mean, I don't blame that's you. Why, that's why I had no success. I didn't effectively exercise their quality. Here's the thing. <laughs> After being at the top three ranks within the top three ranks of the company, in my opinion, it's overrated. <laughs> I could smell it. Yeah, you definitely could smell it. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm thinking that 32 hours average, I don't know if they're just assuming they're partying every day or if they're taking into account like teamwork. At that point, you have a substantial team. Yeah, I think they're definitely, you know, team meetings, team events, team, you know, um, in-person meetings. They, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember ever doing like one-on-one coaching. I don't know if that happens in this company. I think it's yeah, just like group training and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but these people typically do a substantial amount of parties as well. These are the people yeah. that are doing three and four parties a week, two on Saturdays. Oh yeah. They have to. Yeah. Cause they have to maintain that personal volume, which I'm looking up right now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Do you want to go over the numbers for the? Um... Yeah. So they're saying that the highest annual rating earnings for that level is ninety, little under ninety five thousand, but the lowest annual rating is five hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So I can't imagine being at that level with that many five hundred twenty dollars dollars for a year, and the at the top is, rank, it's just crazy. 
average is 23,000. Now, as somebody that has seen like the commission checks, because they always share them as like a way to hype up everybody. Oh yeah. I can tell you that more people, there's not very many people that are making, I'm, I'm going to say one or two in the whole company that are making anywhere close to 94,000. Well, yeah. Look at the, the percentage of all consultants per rank 0.08%. Right. They're <laughs> saying six have achieved that rank, but there's not six sitting there right now. I guarantee it. Yeah. It's insane. And then look at months in months in the company highest 87 months so these are people that have been around since leveling started of course well we know we know who this is we know that yeah months in the company lowest 21 months and then months in company averages 76 months so that's a lot of earning lower amounts to get to that level yeah yeah Okay. Yeah. It's 2000 in monthly personal retail sales. Once you hit C once you hit director, which is when you have four promote or promoters four <laughs> distributors under you consultants with this company. Yeah. Wrong company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know wrong company. Um, but that's when you start having that $2,000 minimum. So you have to do parties and you have to do some sort of online sales in order to maintain that so that you get paid off of your downline. And when the pandemic started and we were getting like, I don't forget what they were called when the government sent everybody money, <laughs> the checks from the government for the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I know personally of three consultants that were top tier, you know, director or above that were using that just to keep their rank by purchasing products with that money. And I was just thinking, well, because they can't, they weren't doing parties and it was just so sad. That's so that crazy because the amount of, so they're making, they're making this money off of their downline in which they're paying tax on, because if they're in the States, it's a, a 1099. So they're paying tax on it, but then they're rolling it right back into product and paying more tax on it. Yeah. <laughs> that is it awful. It hurts them in the end. I don't get it. All know. to maintain a rank. All to maintain. And it's just, it's, it's a, it's so culty. Yeah. It's not even about the business. I don't think anymore. It's more like how it looks. Maintaining who you are in the company. Yeah. 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 Yikes. Well, <laughs> so there's the, the income disclosure that they just came out with. Um, I don't know how they figured out these numbers. I definitely think they thought they were doing something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But anybody that's looked at multiple income disclosure statements is looking at this going, what? And especially if it's somebody that has been in this company or another party plan type company, they know, well, six hours a week making $8.87 a year is probably not worth my time. No. considering you have to pay to start yes. oh you God. have to it, it this is just like any of the other companies they have different kits that you can start with and they range from um 400 well it's 400 retail to 2000 retail the big kit is always encouraged always mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 
it costs $195 to $495. So again, we're seeing under $500. So it doesn't look so sketchy, in my opinion, to the FTC. That's it. They push the, the kit sales. They have kit sales, I swear, every month. You know, like $99, $79. But the, the products in this kit, you cannot go to a party and make money with. You do a party. Well, don't they do have, if I remember correctly... If you, if you got in on one of these, they always had some sort of supplemental add-ons that you can add to it. Like, okay, you're going to start for $99, but then in the process of checking out, if I remember correctly, there it was always like have. upgrade it for, you know, another $79 you can get that, yeah. that, that, that. And it's just trying to get them invested more from the start. So these and numbers, you yeah, you have to have a demo. Yeah. What are you going to do? Stand up there and show like, I'm trying to remember some of the product names. They had catalog. They had classes to teach people how to have parties when you only have four products that came in your kit. And there was no excuse for not being able to have a, a successful party because they had the catalog to sell from. They're freaking delusional. <laughs> I could never like in good, like I could never sign somebody up with that and say, good luck. Yeah. I hope you make money. Well, and let's also think that the nature of these parties, there are people that are sensitive to certain materials. There are people that have texture challenges. There are people that are like, I'm very sensitive to smells. Like I need to smell this lotion or whatever before I purchase it. Like if it's too strong, it's going to get me migraines. You know, so if you don't have that, which is one of the main plugs that they use to get people to buy when there's a new line that comes out, well, you got to have, you know, all the products and then you're encouraged to order all of those products you want to have in stock, you know, what, what you show, because people are going to buy what you show. show. Yeah. yeah. I love how we did that at the same time. Oh my Scary. God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just crazy because when you look at this and they're, they have a new catalog that comes out every year and they have new products, obviously that come out with a new catalog and the, uh, distributors are encouraged to order the new line, typically okay. at like an event discounted. So people have paid to get to the event and now they're like, Oh my God, the new products here's, you know, new catalogs and here's the new line and all the top reps and the company stand up on stage and they show people how to demo them. And Oh my God, it's so amazing. And everybody goes out and buys it. But that in my opinion is not incorporated on this income disclosure statement. No. And they're pre-selling those products that the company does not have in stock. So customers at some, at one point, I want to say in 2020, in 2021 they waited up to six months to receive products that they had purchased oh my god I will tell you now like I have my own business selling these products and I would say I would say about 20 percent of my business currently is finding the products for consultants current consultants that are waiting on back-ordered products I'm helping them to sell them for customers oh my god you Secretly. are like the master like, of finding dupes for people <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh my God. If you're a Love Wings consultant and you're messaging Kristen, just how about you just get out and like, you can, you can do this like on your own. Um, okay. So let's, shall we talk about what I really feel like we need to talk about? I think at like the, 
um how do Proper i want to work yes yes i was like how do i want to word this <laughs> because i yeah when i joined and here's here is uh i guess kind of a little bit of backstory about me and what i was told and then you can share definitely like what you were told it's probably going to be very similar but when i left pure romance and um i don't remember if jamie reached out to me or if i reached out to her i may have reached out to her she might have reached out to me i i really don't remember and i was told about love winks and um when i joined august i guess it was august of 2015 yeah um the year prior 2014 was when I was trying to join that was when I resigned if I'm remembering correctly and that was when we were sued by pure romance the way that this was all presented to me was that this was her company this was our company mm -hmm. and she was making the decisions and she was you know doing all of this stuff and I'm like oh my god this is amazing because it's it, it was somebody that was a consultant and was actually doing the parties that was now going to operate a separate company from a consultant's eyes. And I, now that I look back, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> that's not what it was. Yeah, that's pretty on paper, but no. Yeah, definitely pretty on paper. When I, um, when they purchased our company, I didn't immediately sign over. We had, I think, three months to make a decision if we wanted to. Um, and I'm a researcher, so I am Googling her name, the company's name, and I found I came across the um, court case. And when I brought up, you know, my concerns with my upline that, you know, what's going on here, I was assured it was just, you know, tying up loose ends. She had left them and it's going to be all this company is about, you know, empowerment because she's came out from underneath this, you know, corporate monster. And now she's going to start her own company and then it's going to be great because she was the consultant and she knows how we are and how we feel. And yeah, it could not be farther from the truth. Yeah. I think mean, that was, in my opinion, I feel like that was the ultimate manipulation. That's what I, I felt. I felt betrayed. Yeah, I came across um, the articles in corporation for the company and um, for in California, and it has a listed CEO. Can I say his name? Is he a public figure? Because um, let's just say first name, because I'm not sure if okay. he's a public figure or not. I don't think he is. And here's the thing, like, I like him. <laughs> like, he's a cool person. Um, Ron, he's the CEO. He's listed on the articles of incorporation as the CEO. And then um, Tony is listed as, I think, CFO or COO. I couldn't remember which one. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. And I still swallowed all of the BS. Like it was always, it's always, even to this day, I'll see posts because I'm still friends with a lot of the consultants and I'll see a post that says, do you know your CEO by first name? And I was oh like, do you? Because do you know that she's not the CEO? 
Yeah, and it feels manipulative. I don't know why they're not just honest. I don't understand the need for the the manipulation. I don't personally. I if it's not that big a deal. I was I knew it the entire time, and it didn't bother me. Yeah, until it was just like constantly shoved in our throat. You know, she's the CEO. You do this. You do that. And it's like okay. <laughs> Yeah. And, and for those of you listening, the way that this works is normally a CEO, again, I'm not, I don't want to assume that everybody understands everything that we're talking about. So I'd rather just take a second and explain it. A CEO of a company is the person that is making the decisions about the company products, pricing, um, you know, all of that stuff. When you're, when you're a, a president of a company, you're in my opinion, the pretty face of the company. You work for the board. So Ron, Tony, and there's somebody else. What was the other guy's name? There was three of them, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Right on the end of, yeah, I'll remember after we're done. Right. But there's, there's three of them. And they are on the board. They are the owners, essentially, of the company. She was hired as the president. And that is where... I think people get confused because she's very limited on what she can actually do as far as changes based on what we know about the roles of president versus CEO of companies. And so she works for the board and the manipulation that Kristen and I are talking about is she is presented as this is her company, our company, meaning her and the the consultants, but she's very limited in what she can actually do because she was hired to work for this board, for the owners of Love Wings. Right. Yeah. And the owners of, oh my God, I don't know if this might be a legal issue. The, the owners of Love Wings are manufacturers of the products. Can I say that? I think you can say that. I mean, it's, that's public record. True. It's public record. So they're, they have successful manufacturing companies that are the largest some of the largest manufacturers of vibrators and dildos, and um, I still carry their products with their good products. And this MLM is just like a, an extension and another stream of income for them. I was just going to say, it's kind of like double dipping. It is. And, and the, it's the exact same products. They are repackaged and the, the stickers on the front are different artwork that is it you can read the ingredients um it's just that's why I I started my own business because I can give the same stuff to the people that need it you know without charging an arm and a leg and And I think the same yeah and I think that that part is really important for people to understand because MLMs typically are like oh my god nobody else carries this product listen listen Mm -hmm. Linda's (laughs) they are being supplied that product from somewhere. Exactly. Somebody is making the product and I, I'm, I'm sorry to say it, but if you think for one second that this supply, this, the supplier of whatever product, whether it's, I'm looking at my microphone. Okay. So like we have an MLM and we carry microphones. Let's just throw that out there. It is very naive for anybody to think that this supplier is making this product solely for the MLM. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you're going to find different colors. 
different names, maybe different scents and things along this realm that are the exact same that are packaged differently, just like Kristen was talking about. They, there is no, in my opinion, there is no exclusive MLM product that you can't find some sort of a dupe for a quarter of the price and typically straight from the supplier that, that is working with the MLMs. However, I do think it's very interesting that the owners of Lovelinks have their own supply, um, supplying company, if you will, product, whatever, however you want to work Manufacturing. That. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> they have their own manufacturing company where they're making these products and now they're also like Love Winks is buying these products from these, these, it, it, it's, it seems a little like double dipping to me. It's like and adding I, an extra middleman. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is tax related. You know, I mean, we can speculate, but that's what I've, I wanted yeah. to, you know, it's a tax. I mean, this is just our sure. opinion. Yeah. Just our opinion. It's just, I mean, I can understand the the manufacturers wanting to have an extra stream of income. It would make more sense business-wise. I'm going to give them business advice. Okay. So if they ever hear this, it would make more sense to give some kind of exclusivity to your MLM branch, even if it's for six months, they're the only place you can buy this vibrator. You have that power. You're the manufacturer. That would make sense. But instead the company is selling vibrators that have been on the market for a year and you know that you can buy on Amazon. <laughs> it's just, yeah. their, their, their shtick is that you could come to a party and see it and feel it and, you know, see what it does and you have it in your hand. But if you can buy it for a quarter of the cost somewhere else, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? You can, if you don't like it, after you open the package from Amazon, you can return it. <laughs> exactly. Try to return something with these MLM companies. Oh my God, no. Remember the RMA forms? Oh my God, stop it. No. And it always came out of the consultant's pocket both ways. Every time. Every time. So you would lost money anytime somebody returned something. Yep. I wonder if that's included in, in the expenses clause in the fine print of this income disclosure no, statement. Probably I didn't not. didn't notice it, no. <laughs> It's so crazy to me. Yeah. I, I twice the company had sent me the wrong product and it was at my cost to send it, either send it back or I had to pay for it and they would send me the correct product. Mm. And that came yeah. out of your pocket. They didn't reimburse for shipping. Absolutely. Oh, my mistake. We'll get it sent out to you. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a phenomenal conversation. I'm so glad that we had it. Yeah, me too. I'm so glad. Yeah, good. Good. That makes me happy. I was hoping it would be anytime we're telling our story, you know, sharing experiences, especially I think knowing that you and I have been in the same company and had very similar experiences with the president and some of the leadership within this company. um, I think that it is very healing. For sure. Uh, I do not suggest, well, I don't suggest joining any MLM company after being in 13 and a half years. I don't, I don't suggest any MLM company at all ever. Uh, but definitely not this one. Oh God, no. 
Definitely not. You're just the customer. You're not even the distributors are the customers. Absolutely. Yep. Not worth it. And um, by the way, if you guys need any romance supplies, get with Kristen. I'm going to put her information. It, you want Is it okay if I put like your social media and stuff for yeah, people to connect um, with you? My website's kristenkissy.com. Okay. And um, that's all going to be in the show notes. Um, she is a wonderful human. Connect with her. Go message her and, and tell her how much you guys love this episode and her soothing voice and the information. She's a wealth of knowledge, you guys. Um, and I know she would love to help you guys with whatever you need in the romance department or female empowerment or just like sexual education and, and those types of things. So make sure that you guys reach out to her and uh, don't buy from this company. Don't buy from any MLM. Let's there not do go. that. There you go. Let's not do that. There's other ways. They're not exclusive. And yeah, so they're not small businesses. No, no. Do you have anything else that you would like to say to the audience? I appreciate you. I appreciate you. (laughs) I don't have, I'm really awkward now. All of a sudden I just got anxious. Why? It's over. We, (laughs) this is right. Yeah, we did what we, what we said that we wanted to do. We did it in a respectful way. It's, you know, this is based off our experience and our opinion. We're not bashing anybody. We're not shaming anybody. Um, it's information that's not out there because of such a small company. Yeah. That and I just think there. this income disclosure statement is absolute garbage and it's very telling what's going on in the company. Yeah. You can tell it's thrown together just for the sake of compliance. Yeah. Yeah. Just that the hourly Oh, well, a consultant works six hours. No, a a consultant is doing their best to try and get a party. They're probably typically hosting their own parties and hoping that one or two people come. Right. Yeah. Anyways, um, (laughs) we're going to head out. Thank you guys for listening and go connect with Kristen. Kristen, thank you again for being here. I thought this was awesome. And I'm so glad that we did this. And uh, don't join Love Winks, in our opinion. (laughs) In our opinion in our opinion, based on our experience. And uh, I'll see you guys or yeah, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Everybody have a great day. Bye.